40 if you have Rise. But if you don't have Yeah, I don't have it on... I have it on um, on Switchy. Yeah. Uh, To buy the whole thing together is 70. Woohoo! Not doing that. Woohoo! Woohoo! Just don't just just uh just don't buy the next Valorant pack and then you have enough money for it, you know. That's not. Have All you, right, have so you we'll, seen Super Natty? I thought you, you did. You saw some of Super first Natty. First season. Oh man. The first one or two season. Super Natty is great. I just I've been getting into it again because it gets so buck wild. But I just and it, and it, it's made me think a lot about uh, Monster of the Week, which yeah. I which I, I I miss but miss and don't miss. Naturally. Supernaturally. What are you supposed to be, Hermini? Hermino? Let me hit you with my conundrum. No. Okay, All right. go. All right, so I'm hosting a gathering tomorrow, right? Yeah. This neighbor who we get along with, uh, her husband is away. Okay, this sounds uh, really good. Keep going. Okay, so she has an eight-year-old daughter, and it felt, uh, you know, we hung out with her and her daughter yesterday, like, and okay. it would have felt so, like... Uh, like so essentially, like it would have felt unneighborly to be like, we're having this party and not be like, do you want to come? So I offered up the option. I was like, do you want to come? I assumed that she wouldn't want to because, uh, you know, the husband's not daughter, there, an eight-year-old daughter, a bunch of a bunch of adults. But she was like, no, sure. Me and uh, me and Josie will stop by. Is this like so, one of those movie eight-year-old daughters where they're like, they're like, hello, Mr. Mason. What, how has your Valorant thing been recently? You have to work on your... You have to go back to Aim Lab if your, no, your, your crosshair placement talks, is bad. She just uh, talks about Minecraft and asks me questions about Minecraft. She is an eight-year-old then. She's not... She's, she's awesome. not... She's not... Okay, well, that's that's fine. So she's not... She's not miserable to be around then. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like we were going to play, like, Monikers and Wavelength, and you, it's well, like... She would be down... I feel like an eight... I mean, if, if your question is like... Like the, those games work so well for whoever's in the room. I don't think that they're they, okay. Those... But Monikers definitely has some stuff that is not like kid friendly in it. Well, but sometimes, but kids don't know though. Isn't that a big difference? Like if if there's something kids okay, watch so, Disney so let movies. Me ask you, okay. If if one of the prompts in Monikers is like two girls, one cup, and and I want to remind you that Monikers has descriptions. What I forgot Monikers. I forgot what Monikers is, apparently. Monikers is the game where uh, you have, a, and maybe you didn't play it, but it's the game where you have a set of cards uh, that you are trying to, it's like charades, where you like have a prompt and you're trying to get the other people on your team to guess the prompt. Okay. So you're, so it's just, so that is charades so far. You haven't described anything different than charades. So you're well, trying, the difference, so, you're, the so difference this game is a game that's going to try and make you act out two girls in one cup. Well, no. So it starts with like you are trying. You you could say whatever you want to get them to guess, but then on the second round, you only you're using the same deck, but you only get one word. And on the third round, you have to get people to guess using no word. So essentially, it's a game about like creating inside jokes using the the cards that you drafted. Okay. But but it seems like it would be hard uh, to play that with a kid, and it, and it seems like. Equally hard to play like wave wavelength if you're like making a clue like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, but I, I see this is why you need one of those those uh what's what the book of ah oh, shit what was that a terrible movie the book of Henry I think you need one of those kids where 
they're they're witty they're quirky the the uh she uh you know this this you bring up ruth bader ginsburg it, ginsburg and this eight-year-old kid is like if only she had she had vacated her seat beforehand so that that you, we would have been able to install a another democratic judge her her legacy will be forever marred by this you know and it's like wow that's that's insightful child how did you know that what do you read you know so it's like do i invite them over for the barbecue and be like all right well, you now did. we're going to you already did didn't you like you, you no, can't listen take do i say do i say like okay uh so i invite them over for the barbecue they have barbecue and then i'm like all right we're going to go play some uh, adult games or like what well, I think when you say it like that, it sounds like you're having We're all some gonna sort of peg swing each other. fest thing. We're all going to peg each other. You're, you're uh, like, so you, you thought you thought this was wholesome, but this is some some gross. But what I'm this saying is, a, is this is a key what, party, you know, what do I do? You know, I, I think you get I think you can. Do I just roll with it? Well, and be well like, first of all, all right, you're this... missing one of the obvious things to do, and that is just remove some of the first. I mean. I, I don't see exactly what the problem is. If if you said two girls in one cup, if if the person doesn't know it, then like the the girl won't know it, and it'll be like, oh, honey, that's something that from um from uh like twenty years ago. It's a movie that you wouldn't understand. Um, so you 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 already got that. Like you either understand that thing or you don't. And so I I don't think that's the worst situation. Or you could just remove the ones that are that are like racy or. Do you or think I should I should go through the monikers? You should, should go, through, go the through the monikers and censor the monikers. I, and, but and I, I also feel I also like think that it, wavelength is totally fine because part of wavelength anyway is, 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 is knowing the people that you play with. If if the, the if the mom or something is playing with the girl, then the mom has to. Reset think, has to think about what the girl was, would know, and the girl will have think to think I about could get away with some Jackbox? I mean, Jackbox, I think, also works fine, where usually the only times that uh, something is is uh, adult in Jackbox is usually people who are making, you know, the prompts like, uh, like Wiener... <laughs> And then you, and then you're like, wow, I'm playing with the worst human beings. This sucks. I, that's how that my, my Jackbox is for me. It's there, there's a class of games like, and obviously, um, uh, cards against humanity falls, like create possibly created this genre of games where while you're playing with them, you have an existential crisis and realize that like, you don't actually get along with your friend group. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Like, like you could just be playing this game and just like, whoa, I don't even like the people I'm in the room with. All their jokes suck, you know. Mm. You know. I'm thinking about about Jackbox. I think Jackbox would be fun. This isn't that big of a deal. Wavelength works fine. Um, something like Paranormal Activities, Hua, that would be a I don't a, I don't hit a, a hit a roo. No, um, dude, you can't do that. Yes, you can. You can't do Paranormal with kid with a kid. There's some I don't know. Oh my there god! Come on, there's not. They're not that bad. Come on. There's they're, like the worst that Paranormal Activities gets is. Um, this guy cheating on uh, his girlfriend or something, and then he gets killed, and it's like, well, there you go, you learned a lesson. Don't cheat on, don't cheat on your so. Or like a man came up to me in a park and stabbed me to steal my purse. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That happens. She's she's eight years old. You you don't think uh, the at the accelerated rate that kids grow up, you don't think she's looking at like horse porn on the internet? I mean, it's already there, no. right? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think that's how that you works. You don't think that's how that works? I feel like that's how that works. I feel like kids, they, they, they say it, they've said it before, they'll say it again. Kids are growing up too fast, and now they got TikTok. And that, they have a they have Chinese spyware on their phones that is teaching them about 
horrible things, you know? Equally, I don't think we could do Secret Hitler. I mean, well, that one she learned in school. If she didn't learn that one in school, then ex- then excuse me. You don't learn that at me. 8 o'clock. At, at eight, 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 <laughs> years, at 8 years old. You don't learn I, about, I like you didn't you learn about Nazis at 8? Was. You, I feel like you're, uh, maybe you're right or maybe you're wrong, but I think maybe you're, I'm right. And that is, first of all, it's never, you're never too young to learn about Nazis. When was the last time you were near an eight-year-old or you had to hang out with an eight-year-old? How old is Nate? I think he's nine. So he, so, so nine-year-olds, they got, they got Nazis down pat. Do you think Nate hates Nazis? If she has it, if she has any questions about it, I think, then just be I like, here, Nate read the Nazis. diary of Anne Frank, the unedited I, one. I think one of the best things about Nate is that I assume he hates I mean, that, that's, uh, hate, hatred of Nazis is a core requirement for talking with someone, I, I think. I don't know. I don't know if I'm being political here. So, so then I guess it's saying the best thing about Nate is he meets the bare minimum of being a human. Nate, Nate clears. <laughs> Nate clears the lowest bar. There is, is a. Uh, it is a bar so low that you have to dig to get under it, and yet half forty three percent of America has decided to dig under that bar. So I feel like. How does it are... always start political? This is a political podcast. I just wanted to know what I should do about this. I think. Era. I think you're and fine. You're saying I just roll with it. I'll. I'll go through monikers and I'll you take can, out the... You uh, can obviously take out the ones that are like, you know... I, I feel like when I was a kid and I tried to play those play those games with adults, I didn't feel... I didn't get it. You know I, what I mean? I think that that's the... I think that there's two things that will happen. I think either she... That's why I don't know if monikers... I think you got to edit. I think you got to change flip the script here and just play the ones that I think that she's going to enjoy more because you haven't, like, this is a Minecraft person. So you already have, you know, the the gaming foot is in the door. You can make a lifelong nerd out of this girl. And also she likes Munchkin. That's her favorite board. Game. So that's great. So there you go. Like, like, I mean, there's, I, I think that she's Should ready for, like, to handle right, something. Let me tell you about like a clank in space. Are you ready? Do you I, like trains? I, I totally do you like trains. I don't. I, I again. I I don't spend time with a lot of uh, eight year olds. Uh, thank God. But I, I I think an eight year old. Maybe I'm completely wrong. But I think an eight year old could handle uh, Clank. What do you think about um the way that uh, Iron traveled? Um, I think that well, what was it? Iron travels in large quantities. Shit. Iron travels in large quantities by train. And I don't even remember the other resources. No, I think, I think you're wrong. I think that wood uh, had to be transported by trains, but why would iron, iron be? Why why would iron be transported by horses? Because it was light. I, I forgot this. I forgot this joke. Oh my god, <sighs> I'm losing my goddamn mind. I'll play brass with this kid. They'll never want to. They'll be like, actually, I think what, I'm a what jock. If you, what if you turn that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I, I mean, I feel like brass is like you're you're accelerating the growth in one of two ways. Like either the kid is just like now now I'm an Olympic gymnast, or they're gonna be like I I, I they, they are going to go back to school and be like this summer I learned how to play heavy euros and no one is my friend. Uh, I want to be a chimney, a chimney sweep. A chimney sweep. <laughs> I want to travel like iron in small quantities by horseback. <laughs> this is, uh, what's the deal with games? The week of July 3rd, 2022. Be with you. The week of July 3rd, be with you. And, this uh, is my birth month, actually. This year, is go- video this year is going by too disturbingly quick. But I think people say that about every year, I guess. I guess time just dilates. 
Isn't July going by so quick? It's already the third day. It's already the third day. Oh my god. Have you played any video games? Is this a video game podcast? I played some video games, but I think... What do you want to hear about my lawn? I mean, you got a lawn, you got a fence. I got a fence, and now that I have a fence, I... You you know, once... Before the fence, uh, it felt like it was hard to understand where my property began and ended, and also uh, what parts I should care about. But now that the backyard is fenced in, I'm like, damn, I got to do something about this grass. Because despite Pittsburgh having a reputation as being one of the rainiest uh, cities in the country, we're in the middle of like a two-month drought. Not like a drought like California, just like a it hasn't rained sort of drought. Do you see that John Oliver about water? We're always in a drought, my dog. I did. We're in a drought forever. I did. So my lawn's brown, and I'm like trying to figure out how to fix it. I've got like some different fertilizers, some topsoils. I bought a sprinkler. I've been, I'm like testing the pH levels of it because I don't know. There's just something about like here is a problem and you know that there's all these resources available to fix it. And there's like, a, it's like once you fix it, you get a reward that you can see and that you can enjoy. So it's like, I'm kind of chasing that reward right now. This like real life reward. It's not you're, like I'm- That's, so, I'm, so I'm, explain, it's like a it's like a gotcha game, but you're- I'm, It's not a gotcha, it's not a gotcha it's game. Like, it's more like a Diablo. Okay, it's where like- you it's like a, grind so, so it you, out. So you, ha- you spend- um, a lot of money. Diablo to be... three. Okay, Diablo three. Okay, all right. So there's an auction house, and no, you Diablo spend 3, a lot of money. Uh, uh, Reaper of Souls. Diablo three, Reaper of Souls. Okay, all right. So there's a, a necromancer that is ruining your lawn. Yes. Okay. And I right. have to defeat the necromancer, but I don't know what he's weak to. Uh, all right. So I'm testing the pH. Uh, Probably to figure fire. Out, like holy. Definitely not fire. I don't want to burn the lawn. Holy water. Yeah, maybe holy water, uh, which is what I've been using. Okay. So, I'm seeing how it works out. I, I never thought that I would care about a lawn. I mean, th- see, we, we, we've done 300 whatever, not even 300 episodes about, uh, only the listeners would know, about uh, video games and some other things, I guess. Most of the time, not video games. But I think what we could do to really uh, break new ground is have a podcast about home ownership where there's one person who owns a home and there's another person who will never own a home. And you just describe like what it's like to own a home where you're just like, there's a lawn. You could and choose to own a home if you left New York. Maybe, probably not on my salary. I don't think so. In EMS, probably not. I don't know. It's a struggle. Just uh, marry some marry rich, you know? I know. That's what I, I've always said that. I gotta get, I gotta get handsomer. I gotta start doing some pull-ups. I gotta bag a big fish, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> what I actually did is I um I have a neighbor who has a great lawn. So I I went over to her and I was like, hey, can you look at my lawn and help me? So she like went into my backyard and started like pulling up roots to figure out what type of grass I had. And she's like, all right, so this is what you have to do. And she like helped me diagnose my Pretty lawn. Pretty crazy you live in a utopia where you're able to ask, ask neighbors to go do, th- do something for you. I feel like I would never interact with my neighbors you know you gotta make i mean i don't know i feel like if you tell someone somebody who spends a lot of time like working on their lawn and like beautifying their their yard they want you to ask them for advice you think so you know what i mean they they want people to say hey you have a great yard can you help like that is like the greatest compliment that you can receive isn't it 
I think you could. I think I would want to hear you have a great yard, but I wouldn't want to help someone. You know. Really. Maybe. Interesting. I don't know how I would feel. I don't have a. Someone, I, don't, I don't have my someone, my lawn. If someone took an interest in something that you liked and asked for your advice or help on it, that would you wouldn't be like happy about that. I don't know. I feel what like. What do I like? What would they? What would they? They would say, "I need help getting to unranked in Valorant." They'd be like, "Oh wow, you have a five-star Anubis." Uh, I oh really need yes, your... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, you you just actually did describe the exact situation in which that would that would actually work. Uh, you have a you have a five star Anubis. I need help. I need help getting through uh, the the Apex uh, uh, boss. I need help getting through through Inferno Shimmer, through the Sonic Miracle. Help me out. All right, I'll help you out. You j- just use my Li Ling. My Li Ling is level sixty, and he's fully. <laughs> And he's uh, fully a Billamond. I, I saw he's this a plus other, 15. I got another dislike commercial where they're at a restaurant and they wouldn't let people into the restaurant unless they had like four star units. Now, and, that and sounds, was, that's a, obviously a good business. <laughs> so, I'm sure they'll, they'll say they that. are, they buy, they have the best commercials and I don't know if they're in on the job. I, I I have to assume yes. These commercials must work. We talked about this. These commercials have to work. There's no way that they don't. They're, they're, these companies like Lilith is not a small company. They obviously must know like it's something is working. If you know the, I, I guess we're at a point right now where the ads have to be like semi frustrating to to people. If they just if people just saw the regular, um, dislike you know CGI, um. Uh, ad with um, someone walking into Medusa's bar. I forget. It's like Chloe walking into Medusa's bar or something where it, it really is, you know, in world and trying to explain the game to you. Yeah. I think it might just be like, oh, that's not the type of game for me. Like, I don't check anything out. But it, but if you have this weird ass thing where it's just like, what are they talking about? It feels like they're speaking English, but I don't understand the words. I almost feel like I'm having a TIA or something. So I, I have to download and see what the, what the hell this thing is about because this is bizarre to me. So, and, and I think it does appeal to like, I must appeal to like children or something that, mm. that think that this is like a human interaction that maybe, maybe someone is like, oh, I, some sort of weird FOMO happens where they think they, they're like, to get into this restaurant, they needed to play Dislight well. They needed to have a, 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 a strong enough PVP team in Dislight. Dude, that's the future of if uh, Mark Zuckerberg has his way, right? Yeah, like he has a, he has a, like a meta cafe where, like whatever blame ass excuse like that they have, you have to play um, their version fantasy book. I guess I don't know whatever dumb thing that they think of, and you have to play their RPG and gotcha. And like unless you have the most recent drop character, then you're not getting in to their to that that cafe. Speaking of which, <sighs> Facebook announced the most major losses in company history, and that they'll have to scale back. I wonder why. Yeah. Who did? Facebook. Facebook. Wow. Zuck, Zuck had a had a. Uh, circulating memo saying that they were doing so poorly and that they're going to have to do a hiring freeze and uh, scale back resources. That's too bad. Yep. I've been playing video games. I've been playing a new video game. Oh, stop. Um, the, this video game that people keep talking about, Neon White. Have you heard of this? I game? have heard about have it. So Neon White, if you look at videos of it, it is very hard to actually know what it is about. But essentially what it is, is it is... It's a runner. It is a game that is like a uh, Super Meat Boy or like uh, what is the other one that was like Mirror's popular? Edge. Uh, Celeste. 
I feel like you're thinking of Mirror's, Mirror's Edge, Edge, though, right? It's like that's like no, 3D. Mirror's Edge has like longer, longer maps, but so so you are essentially uh, there. There's a, a shitty anime story that uh, people will tell you is all right, but it's not. The the story is kind of insufferable. The music is great, and you don't a lot of really people actually say to... it is bad. The story, but continue. They they do say it is. They do or they don't. They do. Okay, good. Yeah, because it is bad, but the game does have like great music and a great aesthetic style. But the way that it works is uh, you are trying to get through a level. Primarily, what you have to do is you have to defeat all the enemies on the level and get to the end. So you do this pretty much through like you pick up different weapons and all of the weapons, they have a primary attack uh, and they also have a discard function. All of the discard functions are movement abilities. So there's a revolver that you could pick up uh, where it's like it's like a pretty fast firing revolver. But if you discard it, it gives you a double jump. And the other thing is that all of these sort of uh, weapons chain together. So you have the like a revolver that has the double jump. You have a rifle, which gives you a dash. Uh, you have an SMG that gives you like a ground stomp. And as you kill enemies of different colors, they're dropping these items. So you're trying to create like chains where it's like, I'm using my revolver here to kill this enemy who's going to give me a dash so that I could dash through this enemy who's going to give me a ground pound, uh, which is going to give me a bomb, which I can use to elevate myself and do a wall jump here. And the game has really great movement. It's very it's it's got very good momentum and it's also uh, beautiful. Like it, it has this real uh, paradise killer look to it where essentially like the game takes place in heaven. You're you know, there's all these like clear blue skies, all of like these pristine white buildings and you're like running on water and you're pretty much just like learning different tricks about physics to sort of like uh, shortcut through levels. And ultimately, you're just trying to get faster and faster times on levels. And as you do, you're unlocking different things where uh, every level, once you get to uh, bronze rank on it, you'll be able to find like a hidden gift on the level that you can uh, give to companions, which will unlock uh, side quests, which are essentially secret levels. You're also getting uh, the ability to get hints throughout a level. So if you play a level multiple times and you get up to like a silver or gold rank, uh, not only do you see your ghost traveling through the level, but it's also going to give you like little indicators of where you could speed up where it'll essentially be like, hey, you don't have to go to that platform. You can actually jump around the building over here. So I, I think that that's kind of like, it, it's a weird concession because the game is kind of telling you how to improve yeah. your time instead <clears throat> of you kind of like exploring and figuring it out yourself, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that is a, that is really weird. Just like, um, instead of just finding that out or having someone find out a crazy skip for a level and then seeing it in like a speed run, you're just being told like, yeah, we knew the whole time that you could have done this. Also, I'm pretty sure that Steve Blum is the voice. I think he is. So main character right. is a real, is a real Spike Spiegel kind of character. He sees the world and the future in one eye and the past in the other. He wears a, a suit with a long white coat and a, and a demon mask. Just like Spike Spiegel just in, like in Spike the Netflix Spiegel. adaptation. Well, you've seen this game before. Have you seen it in motion or have you yeah. just like heard about it? Yeah, it's I mean, I, I, I was I was looking into buying it originally and um, uh, Dunky had a video on it. Yeah. And did that uh, sell you on it or did that keep you away from it? Um, I still might play it, but also um, having a new fighting game out is like 
I I really like new fighting games, and I really like like practice modes. So with with the limited spare free like free time that I have, I'll probably do some of that. So you've been playing Capcom Fighting Collection, the new fighting game. I've been playing Capcom Fighting Collection. No, with the uh, how many games are in that? Ten. You got. Yeah, the... it's kind I of like it's about... kind of not really doesn't really matter because um, a lot of them are older uh, docs, Darkstalkers. So so you're just gonna play you only play the newer like docs, you just play the new one like va- I, I forget what it is like Vampire Savior Two I think so and then maybe you play like Pocket Fighter and Super Puzzle Fighter yeah so it, I think it ends up being closer to and then there's Red Earth but it's like a weird more of a single player fighting game but like I like a but boss can, rush a boss rush but you can play multiplayer I saw that at um the CEO CEO recently happened oh yeah yes how was it. I thought it was a pretty good uh, CEO. I thought, uh, you know what I was recently thinking is that... What does CEO stand for? Community Effort uh, Orlando. And it's a fighting game tournament. It's a fighting game tournament run by the famous Jubaley. This is one of the most um, famous fighting game tournaments ever. Uh, It's a big, you know, it's kind of like almost a meme in the community. The tournament organizer Jubaley is, like, I think at this point it's purposeful, but he's got, like, a very big head... He wears like I, like I I mean like uh, metaphorically uh, maybe literally too but uh, he he wears like you know a wrestling belt and it's he's kind of like the king of this event he rena- he renamed uh, like the food they had a KFC I think in there and they instead of it being named KFC they changed it to JFC Jabali Fried Chicken um, he he was a he was actually a character a playable character in Dive Kick. Um, yes. So that's just that's just a little bit of history on this ridiculous person, but um, yeah, this was a this is so this is whoa, bird just fucking hit into my window. Spooky. Did it did it gack on it? No. Is it alive? All right. I think I guess so. Who knows? This is a fighting game tournament. It's one of the biggest ones that happens every year. Um, uh, it was in person. If if anyone's wondering, Ooh. um, uh, it's not the first in person, but uh, uh, yeah. So the, the, the all the the regular they had Street Fighter, Tekken, um, uh, Strive was there, uh, and I one thing that I I notice about a lot of new fighting games is that I think that they're way better balanced than they used to be. Uh, sure, I mean I, look at Marvel too, right? In, in well Marvel too, but when you go back to some older fighting or games, melee, right? Melee. melee. When you go back to 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 some older fighting games, the 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 concept of tier list this day and age, I think, is pretty amorphous. Um, to quote my man, uh, where the it, it used to be something that I think almost everyone could kind of agree. It was almost like a a set in stone, like by the the number like you can almost crunch the numbers on like this is a fact like this character is basically bad and this character is basically always good and you should be playing this character and playing these lower tier characters is like too much of a struggle like and then a lot of the current fighting games like strive is definitely at a point where the tiers are so compressed that i would not say that like the bad match that a lot of old fighting game bad matchups are like nine ones and you're more likely to see like like the worst matchup in any fighting game these days would be like a seven three you're not going to see anything that's like so crazy drastic um like they're like there there's not the even in like street fighter there used to be this thing with like zangief was a 
uh, one nine versus, or at the best, like of times, a two eight versus Dalsum. So uh, d to explain that, like it's uh, who would win if the players are uh, even ma evenly matched out of ten times. So Zangief yep. should win like one out of ten matches. Uh, but so I, I think so, so a lot of the old matchups in in a lot of older fighting games are like whack. Like they just they just did not even consider the 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 matchups and i think we're in a lot better place and it's really interesting because all, all the main fighting games uh that were played at ceo i think had really good diversity i think like like at this point oh, there's was, did they there, was there a blaze blue there i don't know maybe it was but maybe it was off it it probably was and it probably was off stage you know what i mean like the, a lot of fighting games like it is is x fighting game community there is the answer is probably mm. yes to most major tournaments, but whether or not it's a main stage game, you know what I mean? Like they like they don't have yeah. like they're not streaming. They they probably have like a, a couple Blaze Blue setups, and then they're running like a turn a small tournament, but it's not being streamed because there's you just ever no feel time. Feel like Blaze Blue is uh, criminally underrated. Um, it, yeah, I mean to to some extent, it it's very old. So if 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 Blaze Blaze Blue is positioned in such a way that if Team Blue comes out with a... And I don't even know if they'll do this. I, I don't know if it works like this. Obviously, Team Red, um, Arxis w made its bones off of uh, off of Guilty Gear, right? So I think that there will probably be more Guilty, Gears in, Guilty Gear games in the future. Whereas Blaze Blue, I, I don't know if the team... If they think of... Because there's Team Blue. I don't know if they think of it as a future franchise or if they wanted to if they would want to if team blue would just do something completely different i hope that they would do more blaze blue and do a 2.5 d blaze blue and if they did do that I, I feel like with the current state of fighting games there's definitely way more people pay attention to it way more people care i think strive really opened up the floodgates and that people are um are are, are not as afraid of this genre anymore um and I, I could see Blaze Blue doing really well. You know what would be awesome? What? Capcom versus Arxis. Oh, yeah, wow. I wonder if that would be... I wonder, depending on who makes it, like, I wonder if they would do the um, proposed idea for Tekken Cross Street Fighter and Street Fighter Cross Tekken where there would be a... cat that You could do a... If Capcom did it, it would be much footsier based, much more footsier grounded than even Strive is. And then if Arxis did it, then it would be like, uh, like closer to Marvel. It'd be like Street Fighter characters are doing like rainbow combo shit. But I would want like a blaze blue tag, but with, uh, with Capcom properties, actually yeah. tag is also pretty under, that's a pretty fun game, but I feel like, uh, the game that we're skirting around right now, dungeon fighter online kind Dunphy. of, uh, kind of replaces blaze blue tag as being like the premier uh simplified control fighting game it certainly does i'm having a fantastic time with it um i, I don't was a i was a naysayer of this you 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 certainly were but, I'm, in, but I'm impressed so far there's a great amount of uh dnf dual content on this podcast um i i think that it's interesting to bring up that you I think that you and both you and I are maybe predisposed to think of fighting games in the far future. Um, it's hard to once you've played a lot of fighting games, I see I can see how uh, your brain automatically does the uh, the math to kind of say, you know, it, it doesn't have overheads. It has a block button. These kind of things exist like will what will be the future of this game? Is there going to be a 
complete top tier uh, that makes this game unplayable or whatever. Um, and those are all like, kind of good things to to ask. But I think for a lot of normal people outside of fighting games, the better question... The, the, people in fighting games always ask that question of like, what, you know... How's the balance? What are the legs on this? Are people going to be playing this in six months? Are, you know, or did people pick it up? Um, and for other people, you could just be like, is the game fun? You know, is the game fun on, on launch? Like, did, will, we sure. be, will we be playing it in six months? Will, you know, certain aspects of the game ruin it? I really couldn't say. And, and I think I think that both sides are fair because on, on the one hand where you're wondering, like, how balanced is the game? Like, are people going to keep playing it? It's a good question because these games uh, are an investment. They they take time to learn. Uh, obviously, like learning is fun, and and you know you don't think of it as like work necessarily, but you want the training that you do to pay off, like in the future. Certainly, but I think in fighting games there is a insane amount of crossover to con concepts. If you if you can t treat yourself like teach yourself to have the patience to sit down and learn some combos and you understand some of the greater concepts like the strike throw mix-ups and cross-ups and, you know, being able to not, you know, start hitting buttons or mashing when you get into, uh, like, uh, scramble situations and you learn all these kind of things, that, that, that info, that kind of, those strategies really translate over to other fighting games pretty well. Huh? It, yeah. Even... Even when we're talking about different types of fighting games, there's there's core concepts like mix-ups that are always... All fighting games get down to different elements of psychology. You know, last time that you woke up, last time your character got knocked down, you did a dragon punch that was invincible and it hit them. So now does the enemy think that you're going to do that again? Does that mean that you can wake up and then take your turn back? You know, these, these kind of things of like last time he grabbed me is he going to grab me again kind of are the core oh, of fighting yeah. games grab him four times in a and, row baby and They'll the daigo the daigo the daigo special but you have to you have to learn these things and like learn the applications of these things and they do transfer pretty well over so i, I don't think that it is necessarily like a one-for-one -one kind of thing of if you spend if you spend time learning this game will you not be rewarded because it's a video game in the end like if you're enjoying if you if you spend time and you're enjoying the character and you're enjoying what you're learning and you get and we and people completely fall off of dnf duel in two months um like i i don't know like i think some of the future of dnf is up in the air for, for me because we haven't heard anything about a season pass or dlc characters um i think that for the fighting game faithful what do you think is up with that yeah for the fighting game faithful i think when you hear you know strive is dropping when you hear uh kof is dropping and there are all these games are dropping with season passes so that tells you a couple things that tells you that the company is somewhat invested in the future that you will pro not only are you probably getting not only are you getting characters but you are also probably getting balance changes, so you know that like, like for for Strive, I didn't th I, I didn't think that they were not going to do a season two, but when when Strive comes out, you know that the game will continue to evolve through balance patches and new characters over the course of the year. And in DNF Duel, it's launching without a 
it, it's probably the only fighting game I think in recent memory launching without any sort of DLC or um, uh, or season pass. Which what does that tell me? Like I don't know. Does that mean that Aiding isn't you know is happy that this game is out the door and they're like we did it we made a DNF fighting game and you know or, yeah or th- I mean it, I guess we'll know soon though right like they'll put out like a message to the DNF dual community yeah I I can't tell if it's like maybe they're trying to gauge maybe they're maybe the the company was thinking we can't gauge whether or not DNF is a good basis for a fighting game will will this uh not be will this be too niche or will people who are not even in DF, DN, uh, DNF um, or DFO or whatever play play this game? Um, and I guess that remains to be seen. Um, it remains to be seen if this game will get balance patches or anything, of course. Like, I mean, that's like a taken for granted. Like, I, I almost, I, I don't know if I could, I could almost see them just being like, we did the game, you know, what more do you want? Maybe like a balance patch here and there and just being like, yeah, here's the game. Like, there's a good roster. We covered a lot of the bases. Uh, and uh, what more do you want? Like when okay, I of course want more. Um, th- there's a couple things that like th- the mechanically there's a few things that I really like about this game. I, I guess the 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 it meets all that initial low so bar. So what is this? What is DNF duel a little bit? So yeah, like we, it, we didn't talk about it. So what DFO is? So it's weird that people don't know what DFO is, but you can't really blame them. DFO Dungeon Fighter Online is actually one of the most played games in the world uh, up there with League of Legends, but it's not as popular in the States. Essentially what it is, is it is a game that's kind of unlike anything else. It is an MMO beat em up. So like think Streets of Rage, but an MMO, but with a ton of character classes. Like once you get into like the subclasses, you're talking over 60 different. Yeah, so this game would really have like you cannot think if if they want to make DLC, they have they will not struggle. And DNF Duel, so this is a game uh, using that license that is uh, produced. I don't know like the deal, but it's like produced or by designed by Arxis and then like developed by Aiding. Yeah, it's a weird is, relationship. Uh, I'm not entirely most popular uh, for Pikmin Three and Monster Hunter Generations and Marvel. And Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom. And Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom is the actual one. It's weird the way that that works. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that th- that's the. It, it's a and, two. Point, and it's a one v one. It's a two point five D fighting game. It's one v one. Um. It the a couple like important things is it does have simplified inputs, and I think we're moving towards that in the future. Um. The What's the uh, simplified which, input? Which is which is a, a, an interesting can of worms that this game has opened and created. But simplified inputs are like smash inputs. So every character, I guess, has the <laughs> almost the exact am- same amount of of uh, of special attacks. And, and instead of instead of um, putting in your doing your dragon punch motions, your hadoukens, this game lets you do like forward a, a directional and a button to do something so every character every character in the cast has a somewhat of a dragon punch a, like a, a reversal attack if you will and that would and they're be all like down, they're all down down B or down yeah down down media it's down like magic um i guess it's hard to say what people will use because you're using abcd which makes sense there's four buttons um and a block button um and or i've heard some people go a B S M, A B C M. 
all babies can mash, right? Something like that. I mean, I always thought of like almost of like a like there's an A and a B and then like a sort of slashy like a kind of like a special move. That's what yeah. they use in the game. They use A B S M S. Oh, M S is a bad. Just there's you don't have to use an S and then M S. You know what I mean? Like why not just use S and M? But whatever. Um, That's how it works in a uh, Guilty Gear too, where you have the S and the H S. Yeah, there's no reason slash. for that. There's no. The, it, I mean, when people when people uh, notate this, most of the time they just use H. Like, why would you use HS? But um, uh, so so it has like uh, an op- the option to do smash inputs. Um, I I think that the 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 one the the one area at which this game the the first thing that should be said about this game that is so important that is so cool and so crazy and if you got this in front of you know regular non-fighting game fans that I think would blow people's minds is that the main mechanic of this game is probably that the characters you know your most combos are chaining these big flashy special moves you basically you have a bunch of different special moves um and your combos are you canceling all these special moves like i think the for most people the most fun thing about fighting games is that they're you know they're struggling to maybe get some of the button do the actual you know special moves when i was a kid and i played uh, Guilty Gear, uh, you, you, you'd always do that thing where you don't really have a main, you're jumping around all the cast, you're mashing out a lot of the buttons, and you maybe learn how to do, like, one move, and, and you keep going back to the, uh, the, the move list, and the most exciting thing is, like, that, those times where you can pull off the Hadouken, or you can pull off, like, a Dragon Punch or something, and this game, not only does it simplify it and make it a just directional input in a button, but, your your the combos are that the characters are that so like it, it this game is about the big flashy crazy special moves that you do in a, in, a, in fighting games and instead of it being you know something that you're using all the time situationally or, or whatever a lot of times these are just like combos like you're just chaining together big flashy moves and that looks great i think it's very fun and it also makes it pretty easy to pick up a lot of the characters. Um, to play the characters well, you know, re- re- requires some investment. But I think that for the most part, you can jump onto a lot of characters and just see like, okay, this doesn't work. Does this work? Okay, it works. And uh, that also will the be... game looks. And and the other thing that would attract people is that the game looks great. Yeah, it's a gorgeous looking game. It's one of the best looking game. Uh, f- uh, looking fighting games, and it sounds amazing. This is a great OST. I I don't even just say that. As a side remark, I say that say like um, they used to w- when this game was coming out, there was a lot of good YouTube presence for it, and they would you know there'd be weeks where they would release almost a character trailer every day. Um, but they were also every once in a while release different things like um, uh, d- developer commentary or s- stage showing off a mode or showing off a mechanic, and they also showed a lot of uh, they had a lot of videos with the oh, the the soundtrack. And there's a ton of songs here that I actually do like listen to in my free time. Um, that there's there's this one crazy guitar solo song that I can't think of the name of it that is so ridiculously I, dope. I it know like, though. I know how it sounds. It sounds a lot of the, the music in this game sounds like um, Street Fighter EX3, which is one of the best all time fighting game uh, soundtracks. Um, so so the soundtrack is fan is fantastic. It looks great. It sounds great. It's really fun to play. Um, uh, so, and, and, and it clears those, 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 uh, immediate bars. Um, the online is fantastic. It has rollback netcode. Uh, it actually has a true ranked mode with a, with just a, with just numbers. 
Um, so nothing... So w very thankfully, it has uh, Arxis-style uh, lobbies for player matches. But for which rank, is fine. Which is fine. I actually, like, I think it's totally fine. I've actually grown to like that in the player match sense. Because in the player match sense, as long as you have no problem, like, continuing to fight someone and not having to see the lobby again... What what's happened with our friend group is that if we have multiple people on at the same time and you you have these physical avatars walking around this lobby and getting into different fights on different you know arcade cabinets that actually is fine I think that's actually kind of cool like it, it, it's it, you're you're all like walking around this lobby and as long as it's like supporting multiple people playing it and being able to like get up almost semi physically um, from a arcade cabinet and be like hey you know I haven't played Nate in a while I haven't played uh, uh, john or something let's like, like let's let's start a new set um yeah that it's it that works fine so let's get a little bit into the nitty gritty let's get into the weeds so there is some weird stuff so there's no practice mode in in the player lobby which that, is that annoys it's me a little, a little bit. bit of a nitpick it's a little bit of a nitpick it's a little bit of a nitpick but a lot of a nitpick because uh i mean you could duck in and out of the it's room, not too hard like, yeah if you want to practice unless you're the host yeah sure so, so that is a little bit of a pain point. Uh, another major pain point is that in the practice mode, uh, you can't switch your side, which seems like a nitpick, but is actually like truly obnoxious. Yeah, so you just have to keep switching, you, the, manually switching the side, like running around. And you need to, yeah, you need to be able to practice your combos on on left and right. Otherwise, there there are definitely people who don't practice their combos on both sides and you can exploit them by keeping them on one side of the screen. That's more so true for, um, Tekken is the worst with that. Tekken is crazy. Like you, like I lose like half my ability to play the game when I'm on two player side. So if someone can grab me and put me on two player side, then, uh, I just don't know what to do anymore. And I think, uh, well, once you start playing some of the more technical characters like Swiftmaster and stuff like that, that's definitely going to be a consideration. I, I, where... it should, I should also note really quick, because I, I think it's going into what you're saying, is is that the there is a difference between the true inputs, like the professional inputs, and actually doing the Dragon Punch, sure. the, the, the Hadouken motion, versus doing the easy motion, um, the, the regular, like the smash kind of input. Um, so the example here would be like, Maybe a, a dragon punch is the regular dragon punch and the M button, or you could press down an M button, which is easier, um, obviously, and you can do it on one frame, but your uh, mana, which is another massive part of the mechanic of this game, which is really clever. It's super clever. There's a couple of really cool things in the game that we haven't actually mentioned yet, but um, your mana, which is what allows you to do these like EX moves... Um, which normally recharges after a set time when you're after you use an ability will take will 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 have a little startup to when it starts recharging. If you do the motion the professional way, it will immediately start recharging. If you do the motion the easy way, then there is a short timer before it recharges again, and this is significant because there are certain combos where. If you did it using the hard input, then by the end of the combo, you might have enough mana to do something else. Whereas if you're doing the easy inputs, you're stunting the mana return to the point where, like, you're going to have to do a slightly shorter combo. I think that's kind of fine in a lot of ways. Like, it, you know, if someone doesn't want to have to learn it, like, they aren't going to be the kind of person that, like, it matters that they're not doing a longer combo. God bless them if they're even doing a combo, you know? 
but yeah, uh, so you're saying I, I would have preferred if they went one way or the other with this. That's Either a kind have of simple inputs or don't. I, I don't like there being this option. And the reason is that I'm making errors because I'm sometimes getting the down motion when I'm trying to do like a quarter circle forward or a dragon punches out when I'm trying to do the forward one. And I, I, I just feel like that is a little bit messy. Uh, if they want to have simple inputs, I just wish that they didn't even bother having the advanced inputs. Yeah, ha having played um, like th this game, I think, but I, I wonder if I would go back to the initial podcast, we might have been talking about this, if I was in the camp of like, I want the, I, I have to want to stay true to the old inputs or not. But when, when a game I think is built from the ground up and you're like playing it for the first time, I think it's totally fine. I think that this game, like the combos feel impactful and fun. And I don't think that, you need to necessarily switch over so i agree with you it's kind of it, it's kind of they've kind of created a problem where if they recognize um you know down as the dp then it's easy then and they recognize dp as dp that it's pretty easy to like start getting the not what you want you know the the command that you don't want because the game is trying to figure out whether or not you wanted to do the pro input or the simple input it would have been better i think if they just had a um you know a simple execution versus advanced execution you know like a lot of fighting games would do that um in the, the character select screen um yes. and just make you yeah, choose Blue does that just make you choose one like or the other stylish versus like standard yeah so it, it just make you choose one or the other i think is fine but i think more than anything this game would have been fine just just like uh stick by uh, your guns um uh, if you, if they think, you know, this is a barrier to entry and for some people it is, um, I, I don't think that there's a big difference and there's, there is value to simple inputs versus the pro inputs. One thing, I think that the way I would explain the best, that the best, this, the best is that like shit kind of just works in this game. Um, if I want to reversal wake up, then it's a single button input and there's a buffer for it. So like, it feels like if you want to do something, you can do it. Like, you're not going to get those times where you're, you're like, d you know, in strive, like I, I got hit, but I was trying to wake up DP or trying to wake up super did, was it a rollback issue? Was it an input issue? Like, where did I go wrong? Whereas in this game, it's like, you know, it's, it's everything is simple input. So it feels very responsive and you can, it, there's something kind of fun about having a single frame to, you can, you can input stuff on one frame. So like, if you can react to something, it's much easier, like yeah. to anti-air, to, um, yes. to DP and stuff. Like it feels so snappy. If, if you're, if you're like, it's like, there, it feels like almost like your brain is connected to the character, like you're hooked up in Matrix style because there's such little, um, uh, there's there's such a little like pathway between your brain and the input versus like I'm going to do a full, I, I have seeing the jump in, I now must do a full dragon punch motion, which is forward, down, down, forward the button. Um, in this game, it's just down and that button. And you can just react to things fast. It just feels snappy. It just feels like if you I want to do something. I feel like you do it. every time a new fighting game comes out, I'm like, this is the one that beginners should learn. Yeah. I mean, they're and getting better again, at that, I'm, right? I'm here saying that as like, if somebody wants to get into fighting games, uh, this is where they should start. 
yeah. there will be some things that are off-putting about um and some nitpicks <laughs> continuing to nitpick but uh damage is insanely high in this game and uh there is no get out of jail card there is no burst no way to exit a combo once you start getting combos yeah and there's pretty long combos and not um, only are they damaging they are long yeah so kunoichi has a 30 second combo you play vanguard and if like you can have a a, uh, a round i can have a round start where like i picked the wrong option and now you're comboing me and that combo is like 15 20 seconds and it's like half your health so there's no way to get out of it once it's started to happen i also think that for i mean any fighting game is challenging for new players obviously but i think that this game is i'm not saying that i, I don't know whether or not there's going to be like ridiculously comically bad matchups to the point where people are gonna have to like counter pick but i do think that you're gonna have to really um change your play style versus a lot of characters i think I, I, imagining a new person trying to fight like launcher or something is like i just don't even know where you well, that's that's fight i mean everyone knows <laughs> well everyone in the fighting game community knows uh, that zoning characters, which is characters who are trying to keep you away and fight you at a distance, uh, they're very strong at the beginning of fighting games, and they're very strong against new players. Yeah. But, you know, they become less of a problem once you learn the game a little bit more. Sure. We'll see. I mean, th uh, like, it's interesting because this is a really cool zoner that they, they have a couple of really cool zoners in this game. Uh, there's a good starting cast. and It is a good roster. I wonder if it is the full roster. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's Especially, what we're saying, right? And also, the character that I have been complaining about not being in the game the whole time still is not in the game. I just want the witch. I want the item character. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's some cool characters, yeah. So you've got, like, a, a launcher who, if you've ever, you know, played, like, a Marvel versus Capcom 2, sort of like a Rocket cable. Raccoon. Or, yeah, Cable. Or, or Rocket Raccoon, if you've played Marvel Marvel 3, Three, where it's just like they've got the lasers, they've got the rockets, they're keeping you away. Once they get you in mid range, they're like mixing you up with like a with like a low throw. Yeah, uh, some cool stuff. Um, uh, they have they have a a couple puppet characters, which are not as puppety as they're not as puppety uh, like a Zato. No, but but kind of more or like Carl. a character that's like a like a trap kind of character where they're putting something on the field and then they're going to make fireballs come out of it. Yeah. So with the Enchantress and the Dragon Knight, you've got your Grappler, you've got a couple different flavors of Rushdown. You have Swiftmaster, who's sort of like a Magneto-style aerial character with a, a lot of speed but very low health. Really cool it's, combos. It's a, good, it's a good cast. There's a really good cast. I feel like there's a lot of things. Like, I could see a lot of things represented. You're like buck wild multi-hit rushdown with like you know fuzzy overheads and shit is coming from striker you, there's a couple of different characters that are kind of got some interesting throw stuff like berserker um especially grappler and uh i think that those characters like really can satisfy grappler is a really cool um take on that grapple character that can kind of combo um into grapples and combo out of grapples and has an air grapple like i don't know if like, that feels that feels super satisfying to pull off um also has like a lot of like holding and charging buttons um kunoichi a very like side mix-up kind of character and she's also like when her her she's a charge character too um 
uh oh i didn't know that yeah uh that's her, her awakening oh, is that her charges yeah, 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 become yeah. that's right much shorter she's uh, a, she holds a button down but not like a charge in like a guile sense is it holding i thought it was a charge in a guile sense but maybe i'm wrong I no really it's you before. hold the button down yeah charge it uh it's a it's a cool roster. There's a lot of uh, different things represented, and um, there's a good uh, practice mode uh, that will teach you some pretty wild and heavy hitting combos. It is worth but not noting... only that, but it also walks you through uh, what each of the buttons do and why you would use. I know it's so cool. This actually does do the thing that we've been asking for um, in a lot of games, and that is if you look on like uh, there, there's plenty of places in the game that will tell you the exact like when you're looking up the the move list um it will tell you everything about the move like when you should be using it what it does it'll say like oh it debuffs someone that gives them this the this kind of like debuff or something and there's some really cool stuff in the game uh regarding that and the fact that it that it's not you know just the name of the move and you're just wondering like what does this do i don't really understand i, I was playing like uh, when I was originally playing like Blaze Blue, a good example is like you know the, you, the moves just say what the move is and what the input is, and uh, Relius has this twirl, and I could not figure out for a little while of like playing the 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 him in practice. Like I had to look up online, like what does the twirl do? Is it like invincible or like what is the purpose of this move? And uh, this game is great about that. This game like explains it. I think it even has like a little video that shows it off a little bit. So um, and and like you said, the practice mode really gets into like press this button this is why you would press this button it, on the bottom of the screen it has like a little subtitle like this is your invincible reversal you use it in this kind of situation it's unique for this character because it sucks people in you know it has all this kind of information that it's that it's telling you so i really appreciate that um there, there's you know good tutorials and good things to show off the 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 gameplay and um, the tutorials are asking you to do the simplified inputs and they're, they, they, none of them to my knowledge have any conversion and conversion is similar to like a Roman cancel. It's a, this is another really cool, unique, um, mechanic in this game. And that is that a lot of attacks give you white health, um, health it's like chip damage yeah. that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And then you will start to regen it when you haven't taken damage and it regens fairly quickly. And you can it's get. It's actually similar to uh, League of Legends, uh, where there are characters like Pike and Tom Kench who have gray health when you damage them, but they'll regenerate it. Yeah, and it, and you have a lot of. You can take a lot of chip damage, and one of the the the, the two kind of interesting aspects of this is that obviously you recover it over time, but you can also also make the choice to cancel any attack you have and and dump all that gray health. Um, in some cases, this might just be awesome because maybe you're losing only a little bit of gray health and it's giving you like a Roman cancel, which is really strong in any fighting game. Now you can do something that is kind of dangerous and cancel it or can, or make a longer combo or hit confirm something and all that's kind of cool. And it's giving you, and I think that people think that cancels are fun. I think that cancels are fun. They always feel very fun to pull off and they- Have you canceled? Uh, not that much. It's something that I'm like having to. Wrap have you my canceled head. anyone else? Have uh, you like uh like someone said something they shouldn't have said, and you're like you're canceled. Yeah, someone said that that uh tr that trans people shouldn't be allowed into sports, and I I canceled. Them. I canceled. You, them. Uh, you canceled them. You consumed your white health. I consumed. <laughs> and I consumed <laughs> my my white my white guilt was consumed, and it made me stronger. Um the the 
Yeah, so they, so you get like access to a lot of Roman canceling um, in this game, and it will make it so that there will be a lot of. I think that this mechanic alone will add a crazy amount of choice and um, uh, player agency to the game. Seeing what what and when people want to cancel, seeing how people cancel to um, make the combos last longer, I think will be really interesting. And then the other interesting aspect of it is that if the enemy hits you with a, with the magic, any of the magic attacks that require them to use magic, they destroy your white health. So, um, Ooh, so it's like a consideration of how you want to use your combos and strings. Yeah. There, I think uh, whether I, you want to end things with that, with those magic attacks. I think uh, that because it, you want to prevent people from having white in the best kind of this is such a cool mechanic and and someone who would understand fighting games would be like salivating over this because there's so many ways that I can think of to balance the game around this mechanic alone and obviously some of that would be um, you know if do you if if this game is ends up being balanced right then you should end up in a lot of situations where you're deciding do I want to spend meter for something that's not going to do that much damage and maybe lose me um, Oki or maybe lose me an opportunity versus something where I can end the combo in a shorter way or with a different button. Have the enemy have a lot of light health, light uh, white health, but that I have a mix-up that I think will be able to capitalize, do more damage, and maybe I can end up that with the M. Like, you're banking damage into this white health and sometimes making that choice of whether or not to use it or not. I think it was an interesting uh, day one choice that, like, I was playing launcher uh, in one of my first matches against you, and I was doing uh, a combo extender with her, like, kind of dragon punch you can use after this, like, low kick. It's, I mean, it's this is two in the weeds. But you could, for very little extra damage, you can end her attack, her, her, some of her combos with a, a magic attack. And for the most part, it's kind of a bad idea because you're spending... You're, a lot you're, of mana. you're spending a lot of meter for this thing. Those those reversals. But she's putting on a lot of chip damage when people are trying to get in. So the, despite the fact that it doesn't do a lot of damage, the reversal, um, it, you can end a combo like that to destroy their white health. So it's something that you think about, and it's something that, like, do you want to lose Oki but, and, and not do a lot of damage but cash in your white health on them? So this is a really... I think this is a really interesting mechanic, and... Um, if they like, th this is a way that they can look forward to like balancing in the future. If there's like I different, you know, considerations with this character is doing too much damage and they're ending up with um, being able to cash in the white health is like, you know, it probably shouldn't be that way. It probably should be one or the other. Like you end the combo with the the, the magic button, spend the meter, destroy the white health, or choose a different route and then have like the Oki. Oh yeah. Um, I, the and other and, and then there's this other feature though, which is awakening. Uh, which is essentially once you get to, I think, under 30% health, you get access to your super ability and you also get a unique character specific passive, uh, some of which are really interesting and, and some, some of, of which, which are, not. are very dull. Um, it's really disappointing, actually, um, because the, I don't I, I could be wrong, but I think this was not in any of the beta um, in any of the betas. I don't remember this being a thing, especially with some of how powerful I played a lot of Hitman in the in the beta in which it, he was considered very weak in the beta. And I think it was almost for this reason, because Hitman in 
the launch of the game, his awakening is that he basically has like a shadow clone that does an echo of the move that he did. Um, and why this is significant is because it, it's, it makes almost everything safe. So like generally when you're doing your reversal, the way that, you know, it's, it's a big, powerful, invincible move, but if the enemy guesses right and they block it, then you're put into a situation where like, you're going to get a big combo. Like you're, you're, you're betting on this hitting, um, and getting them off of you. Um, but it, for in this version of the game, in launch version of the game, Hitman has a crazy awakening where when he gets low health and he gets this ability, he has this echo that does whatever he's doing slightly behind what he does, which means that all of his moves, suddenly the frame data changes and they're all safe because after he does the reversal, the clone is doing it afterwards at like, you know, a slower pace. Um, it gives him access to like way longer combos and obviously makes him like his frame data better. It makes it so that he has you know, new unique options. Um, and that's a pretty crazy thing. So I think that with a character like that and with some characters in the game, you might get to the point in the meta where you try and get them low and then reset and then do a combo that will kill them without have, without leaving them in that state because they become so strong. Um, and, and when you hear something like this, uh, you're like, oh, what are the rest of the the, the, the cast's awakenings? This is so interesting because this game has like this really RPG element. I've talked before about how some of the moves legit have like debuffs. The Enchantress has a throw that uh, puts polymorphs them, you. Yeah, polymorphs them and puts them into a state where like I think they can't block or like really use their abilities. It turns them into a little into uh, a little level the level one enemy, like the first thing you fight in DFO. That's pretty funny. Into- so. So um, there's some characters that have some really wild kind of awakenings where it's like, whoa, this this shit is turned up. The the Swift Master gets like doubly fast, and he already is a very good whiff punishing character. But at the point he becomes so fast that he is able to like you know punish full screen whiff punishes. I think it's a really fun and cool awakening. Um, some characters have some really w- wild awakenings. Um, Troubleshooter gets uh, custom combos. And he gets something else, too. I forget what it is. Um, so there's some really cool ideas in some of the cast. Uh, Dragon Knight, uh, she gets a really rapid mana regeneration, which means that she's already, like, a rushdown character. So this way, her rushdown can become, like, berserking near the end of it. Um, Berserker turns berserk when he gets low health and gets access to, like, newer attacks, more damaging. And he also gets Ragna-style vampiric attacks where his moves start to heal him and can put him back out of the awakening state. And then there's some really, really boring ones. Like Striker gets less damage scaling on her normals. Boring. Um, with Ghost what, Blade, extra damage. Gets, yeah, like just extra damage. extra damage. So these are like, you're not like with some of the other characters, like with Hitman is the obvious best example. Um, the way that you're going to play and the combos you're going to use will change. And the way that you look at the game will change. And maybe the enemy, the way that they will play, will change around getting you low and then trying to kill you with a combo before you enter this awakened state. Um, And then you have something like Grappler where his main struggle is obviously going to be getting in, being able to throw, making you afraid to press a button. And his awakening is he takes slightly less gray life. Like, that's not helping him that much. That's not really, like, I I wish yeah. it could have been something like he rolls quicker, you know. So, originally, I thought Vanguard's was kind of dull. 
where vanguards is you deal extra damage to the guard gauge, and when the guard gauge breaks, you get a free hit on them. Vanguard. I thought it was lame until I figured out that there's um, a single string that you can use. If you have a conversion available, uh, you could break guard in one combo. So, which yeah, means that which once is only you get an to awakening, 30%, you're saying. Once you get to 30% health, uh, if they block you, there's still a chance that you win the game off of off of them blocking and maybe that's fine maybe that's fine actually i considering I, the damage in the game in general sure yeah i i think that um more so than i mean i, I guess i can't say this i if we were gonna if we wanted to go back to week one what i would say about strive characters i always remember that week one strive i th i said that the combos were for every character were slash two heavy slash and then a move because i thought that was like actually what they were and I, I would have been so bad to give any sort of tier list. And I don't know when kind of more solid concepts of character distinction and, and like tier list kind of came out for that game. But I think that like even having two betas, I think we are in such a volatile version of the game right now that for anyone to say that like this character is... I think it's a little bit easier to say this character is strong and probably will remain so versus this character is bad. I don't think that you could say that any character is bad yet. I, I think that it's kind of like interesting in that way and that new information is still coming out and that there is like a, a crazy amount to the game that I think that we're like kind of seeing the top of the iceberg in a lot of characters' kits. Um, and I also think that we're going to get to the point where there will be a lot of mental game more so in this game than a lot of other fighting games something like guilty gear is like it's a very scrambly fighting game i think this is going to slow this game is going to slow down a real lot and you're and it's going to get to the point wow, that's where such a say jam opinion this is i i saw that say jam the uh <laughs> I, I hate that say jam kid i saw that i i did see that it's like little finger am i wrong i i uh i he kind of does uh maybe say jam okay, is good. little finger behind the scenes I, I saw that, but I have been thinking this since the betas, and that is that, like, when you start... In the matches that, like, when you... We, we haven't really played character matches very consistently. We've been jumping around a lot of the cast. I'm which, having fun with them all. Which, yeah, which is making the game a, a lot more fun. A lot more fun um, than, than it normally would be in the beginning of a fighting game. But um, we're jumping around a lot of the cast, but I don't know if you've noticed this, but so far... I, the way that the matches kind of go to me in a lot of cases is that you're starting to play, maybe it starts swinging wildly to one character, and then you figure out, like, one thing, one weird, weird technical aspect to the game, and it swings really far towards the other person, and then they figure out one like, thing. oh, you're not using forward magic. That's it. I mean, something like, it can exactly be simple, stuff as simple as that, and it can be stuff as simple as, like, you wait for this and then you roll that attack and then their block string stops working. I think that we're going to really get to the point where things become almost like a card game where like a dance, like a, like a dance. Uh, like, I mean, it, it really will. I think it will start to become less about scrambling. Become, you think it's going to become battle con. I, yes. You're, I, you're actually making a very good example. I think that it will become eventually more like when, We'll see. We could see a situation happening where it is literally about these kind of things. It is literally like the per the, this person is letting Vanguard get to 
31% with a combo so that the Vanguard can't get into this, so that Vanguard can't do their fatal block string, um, and that you will start to see, like, st the game become so theoretical and so much about, like, when Launcher does X, they are making the choice to do X and that you can roll, but Launcher is going to, you know, do an option. Like, it's going to become so learned down to the point of, like, that because that and also, like, easy inputs maybe in neutral will make it so that, like, um, people are making, like, very good choices and that matchups start to become very um, much about, like, you know exactly what is going on like you you are making the exact choices that it, that like uh you wait for them to do this move like it becomes much more uh like battlecon i guess like much much less of like a scrambly fighting game and a lot more about like th this is the choices you're deciding to make um and that you kind of know ahead of time like they're gonna do this i'm gonna roll this they they get the choice to do x and y um and stuff like that so i think it could get to that point i think that like we will already start seeing people not want to put certain characters into awakened states. We will already start seeing people like learning to do um, reset combos and then try and get someone with like a uh, reset so that they can kill them after that. And that they, they that like a lot of considerations will start to be made about how you play against certain characters. I um, want to go play right now. Yeah, I, I I've been having such a good time with it, and I think some of it is that considering how much we can kind of play like once you do some of the practice modes and maybe if you don't even do the practice modes you can kind of get a little bit of a grip on, on a lot of the cast it's made it so that it, it has really not been the situation where i'm playing my main versus your main um you 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 always get a you always make the point that like if we're gonna play strive a lot of times what that will boil down to is you playing faust and me playing zato and a lot of the what happens in the round is based off of round start. If you can get away and start your item throw game, if I can get on top of you and then start the like mix up process, uh, that like a lot of that game kind of gets decided pretty early on. Um, and then there's also an element uh, that's hard to divorce yourself from of ego, where if you've been playing, you know, 200 hours of a character and you're not able to, like, if I, if we, played like your faust versus my ramlethal despite how strong ramlethal is, is and how bad the matchup is it would be frustrating if i was winning at all because it's like i put you know hundreds of hours into faust you don't get to like you shouldn't get to beat me with this character even a couple times that's kind of frustrating um and it could be very like tilting um and i think in this game i, I, I don't know how long this will remain if this is a honeymoon thing or maybe it's not because of the way this game is built that there's not like any ego like i i was like getting my ass kicked in some of the matchups and i didn't really feel a sense of like this is my main and he's beating me with launcher that's not fair like this is fuck this game like this this shit is bullshit like i got never had that feeling because it was like i'm one layer of figuring this out uh into making the matchup better for me and also i don't even play any of these characters he doesn't play launcher i don't play enchant like you know what i mean like there's no Oh, I play launcher. You play launcher. This is a launcher. Oh, I main. play launcher. I hate that launcher guy. Really? No, I like launcher. So is this the best game of the? This is a great game. I'm having a I'm having a blast. I wonder, like this is this is one of the best. Um, the, like playing this game has been one of the absolute best first weeks in any fighting game history. I think that like we are jumping. Everyone is jumping around playing the whole cast. It feels great to play. 
the whole cast feels people, impactful. I wish more people were playing. Though. Yeah. Because it is so easy to jump. Yeah. It has been super fun. I, like, I am having an awesome time with this. I just want to play it. I literally took a day off of work because I really just was, like, itching to play this game. I, all I could think about was this game for the last couple days. I've been really excited about this game. Anyone who's a viewer of the, the show knows I've been very excited about this game. And I feel like, uh, for now, this is super fun. It's a really cool uh, first week to a fighting game. And, and it's like, there's so many aspects that we're still figuring out. There's such, like, the game almost felt like it was going to come out and not be technical enough that we would not see things. We would not see, um, you know, crazy um, uh, technique and, and like, uh, set play being found out. And we're seeing some crazy stuff. Like, Enchantress as this crazy sort of, like, air multi-cancel game and uh, just... There's just been so many really neat aspects to this game. Like All right, I, but if you could add one class from Dungeon Fighter Online, isn't it Blood to Mage? Game, what would it be? You'd want the Blood Mage. I mean, Berserker. I mean, he's not really there. Let me think. No, I uh, want. Yeah, Blood Mage. I want a Swift. I want Swiftmaster is so so cool. I want more mages. Uh, the the way so you that want they... like a gla- an elemental bomber. Why not? Yeah, sure. Or a Dimension Walker. You sure. want the dimension there's one. a bunch of cool characters and like i think that this game they they only included one mage and i guess they included is enchantress a witch yes she is well she's a female mage which is different than a witch it's a different sub it's it's a different okay she's female class. yeah she's but female she's mage and yeah. female mage could turn into an enchantress or a witch will you uh does this game have you at all remotely interested in trying out DFO? I have played DFO before. You have? Yeah, a long time ago. Interesting. When when you still lived in in uh, Babylon. Interesting. That's a pretty good game. That game that game is still getting updated. It is a really good game. It's very fun to play. I would just say that like it kind of bums me out a little bit in an RPG when you can't put on new armor. Like you look the sure. same, but um, but the characters look really cool. I would maybe give it a little bit of a shot, but there's a lot of cool games to play right now. Um. Like Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak. Have you played it at all? Is it, no, is it out? It. It's out. What are people saying? Uh, they're saying that it's awesome and that it takes a while to get to if you're uh, playing from the beginning of Sunbreak. Essentially, what you have to do is you skip the village and you just go right to hub and you just do the hub quests. One thing that's really great about Sunbreak is uh, no more rampage quests. Hell yeah. So no more of that. I think that there's armor. If you remember when Iceborne came out for Monster Hunter World, they added uh, armor called the Defender Armor, and it was essentially armor that would shortcut you uh, to higher ranks. It was armor that was so powerful that you would have to be an idiot to lose up until you got to the end of high rank. So it just it expedited you just getting there quickly, and I believe that they put the same system into Sunbreak. And Sunbreak is also just like it's a cool expansion because it is more like um, horror themed where it has like much like scarier, more brooding monsters. And some of my old favorites are coming back. Malzino. I I feel like it's inevitable that I get Sunbreak, so I may as well get it soon. But I'm actually uh, wrapping up my current Terraria playthrough and I'm going to be restarting it with a different set of mods. Neat. I've just been into it. I've been into. I was having a really good time with uh, Pearl, the new Valorant map. Um, oh yeah. Not a ton to say about it, uh, but I actually really enjoyed it. Um, uh, I like how basic it is. Yes, it is a very basic map. Usually, Valorant maps have a gimmick, 
Um, and I think that that's fine. I, I'm not saying I don't use gimmick in the negative sense. And the gimmicks can be as small as like Split had the first um, uh, tether uh, ropes to to go up and down. Um, Bind has a crazy gimmick with teleporting from one uh, site to the other site. And uh, some of the maps, you know, have a gimmick. I guess Icebox really does it has, has zip lines. I guess. Yeah, but it's also a, a very gimmick. large map. Um, Pearl is is a very it's a great aesthetic map like i love the, the way that it looks aesthetic. it is um a uh under the sea resort uh, uh sort of but not really bioshock Wait, so you're under the water do you have to breathe where do you have to like go yeah, to air bubbles no they're, they're in an air bubble oh I think you should have to go to air bubbles. I think people really appreciate oh, the, that. That, that, that if they, they made it so that you were legit underwater and that like <laughs> yeah. certain angles didn't, you had to like go to an angle. That would almost, you know, what you just described, if it was done right, would almost be really cool if like you had to go breathe quickly unless you started taking damage. So then if you were on an off angle, like a jet might hold with like a, a sniper that like slowly you'd run out of air and you'd have to like run back to uh, like a certain area to grab oxygen again. It would be very frustrating frustrating but maybe kind of cool i don't know but it, it's a really cool map it's an under the water map it kind of like is uh, i guess it's portugal it's portuguese kind of inspired um and no one is sure no one is sure um i think there is portuguese there is a person speaking portuguese on the map and all the languages in portuguese but um uh the the thing i would say about it is that there's a really wide variety of angles and differences maybe one of the coolest things is that the center of the map is this like massive conglomerate of different like that you can either go kind of similar a little bit to like a split you can go a and then there's just one way to go straight a you could go b and there's kind of just one route to go b or there's this middle that branches off kind of in both directions and goes to like the defender spawn so if you can think about it it's like a network in the middle of different kind of places you could go and there's all these really short kind of crazy angles um so a lot of games can be like about trying to take that middle air area and there's all like really short quick rifley uh, uh areas and it is really fun to play i think it's a really fun looking uh and good looking map and i've had a good uh time playing it um but then again like i i, I am predisposed to like valorant so um having an sometimes i feel like having a new thing in valorant i'm gonna have a good time um with it so like i don't know i said like ultimately it remains to be seen how it goes some of our the group we play with like it was not having a good time with it and we were that was probably made more just based on uh doing worse not doing great on the map so it might be the case that because there's a pearl only queue that really really good players are you know constantly queuing up in that queue to get a, a read on that map before it comes out to the uh rest of the playlist competitive, yeah um so maybe they are because it felt like there were some games where we were just getting like obliterated and there were some games where we were just running them over and that they couldn't do anything so either there is something about the map that like we were doing right in some games and doing wrong in other games, or that um, uh, we were just getting weird matchups. Like we were just playing against people who are maybe too good. And but um, mm. I think Valorant is in a good state, and I don't think that to say. Right on. Are those all the video games? That could be all the video games. Uh, what is this podcast? This is like uh, the WTDG podcast. Uh, you could find us online wtdgpodcast.com. On Twitter at sign WTDG podcast to get notifications about when new shows are live. And you could uh, follow us on iTunes, Spotify, your favorite 
podcasting app where you can rate, comment, and subscribe. Thank you, sure. Ryan Galloway and Bumper, for the use of your music. We use the intro and outro. You can get it off the new album, Pop Songs 2020. You can find them on YouTube where you can find links to all their merch. It's not new That anymore. sounds good. That sounds cool. That was a pretty quick one. Um, a pretty quick what? Podcast? or? It was like, uh, I guess outro. it was a quick podcast. It lasts as long as it lasts. It lasts as long as it lasts. I, I, we can't make up video games for you. Do you want to make it make... If, it, if people want this podcast to be longer, I want me, do, I, do I have to make up a video game? Okay, you so want me I'm, to like talk about a game I haven't played? I'm playing Barolo right now. The the uh, new game from Nintendo. They killed off Mario because he's not popular anymore. And to make a game that appeals to the kids, it's Barolo, and he is a Roblox Fortnite man. He's a he's a, a overweight Italian that rolls around, and wherever he rolls. Um, uh, uh, houses and shacks appear from nowhere from which you can use to take cover from gunfire. Um, so far it's pretty good, but I don't know if this game has legs. Uh, I'm when I, when I grew up, I had Mario. These kids have Barolo and (laughs) (laughs) I'm playing Gamby's physics simulator. Um, Tell me about Gamby's physics simulator. Gamby. It's a story about where, uh, you know, you've been, your parents dropped you off for the weekend. They don't want to see you. They want to go on vacation without you. They drop you off at Gamby's house. Uh, you're bored at Gamby's house. Uh, so you just want to see what you can do. You know, you start breaking stuff, put your hands in the sockets. <laughs> you, you take, you take Gamby's <laughs> gestures and you see, see what they stick. What they stick to, you know, regular Gamby's physics simulator game. This is an iPhone game. This is the top rate. You just described Man, probably the Gamby. top. You 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 just described what could very well be the top rated iPhone game right now. Man, I hate that Gamby. I hate that Gamby kid. Oh, so you're Gamby's, a Gamby fan now? Gamby's got the worst house. I hate Gamby's house. I go there. I break up her dentures. Thank God. Thank God we have Gamby on iPhone. <laughs> You can find you can find Barolo on the Nintendo Switch. You can find Gamby's house on on iPhone. Um, five out of five stars. Twenty million reviews. Uh, there's commercials coming out. We only let people in, on ride this ride if they're high enough level in Gamby's house. How, but I can't get I can't get to the part where you unlock her dentures. I'll show you how. The dentures are in a treasure chest up in the attic. But I can never find the ladder. The ladder's underneath Gamby's bed. You have to wait till she's sleeping. Imagine, yeah. imagine keeping a ladder under your. That's not a bad place for a ladder. I yeah, I mean, it, well, if if a uh, if if any unsavory types or a robber comes in, then you've got a massive weapon. La- you you become similar to DNF. Uh, Gamby gets a subclass archetype ladder Gamby, um, or height master. Um, and then when she becomes height master, she's able to. Uh, vault off the ladder to stop intruders. We had to make up video games to make this last well, an hour and thirty. Was it good? I like. I don't know. People, do games. people like Gamby's Gamby's Quest or Barolo Man? It's uh, Gamby's Physics Simulator. Gamby's Physics Simulator now on i. On. The worst part about Gamby's Physics Simulator on iPhone is that it it will totally overheat your iPhone. The amount of also, dentures the... when when she gets out her her um mason jar filled with loose worthers that is a physics nightmare for your phone it, it always heats my phone up so much that it's like i could cook an egg on it that is un- all right thanks ryan all right thank thank you james um i went through the severance process and i believe you should too oh i don't believe you don't believe me it's been working out great for me that's the sign off i do you know that i i am severed and that i don't remember anything about what I'm like not on this podcast. So you you only speak to 
the viewers know well they they might know not know that the person that they're speaking to that they're listening to in this podcast has only existed during the time of the podcast um so like a child i woke up one day and i've just been doing this podcast and i don't remember anything or who i am on the outside when i open this door to leave this room so um yeah i only remember the podcast um i don't remember maybe i'm married on the outside and maybe i have a kid i don't know Mm. am i alive if we stop the podcast that show's creepy whenever i stop the podcast does that mean that i'm dead time to die for a week for two weeks (laughs) okay that's enough (laughs) 